Welcome to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle Johns, and my mission is to help you find your voice, your authentic voice, your secret weapon to feeling more confident. I'm so excited that you're here. Now onto the show. over halfway through 2022 and I was thinking this is a really good time to check in on ourselves. How are we holding up? Did the past couple of years send us back a little in terms of our resilience and so six months feels like 12? So whenever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's when it's published halfway through 2022 or some other time, I'm sure it will be helpful to do a little check-in on your resilience and perhaps hear a little bit about what it means and what you could do to improve it. Now, resilience is a tricky topic because it can be related to privilege. Imagine you face prejudices each day, feeling like you have to work harder than others around you or you have to use energy to change who you are in the workplace. All of this can affect our resilience or our starting point. The world's not equal or equitable as we know, so someone with privilege or more relative privilege than others doesn't have those thoughts in their head every minute of every day, second-guessing themselves, being someone they're not. So I wanted to call this out at the start of this episode and recognize that all of these things can have an impact on our resilience and our starting point, I guess, in comparison to someone else's starting point. So whatever that means for you, this will impact your ability to deal with adversity, recover from challenges. And as we've experienced in the past few years, in the most intense way, uncertainty, trauma on a global scale. So now I've set the scene about the inequities of resilience, I want to jump into what it is, how we can manage the challenges that come our way in our life and make that a easier experience or be in a position to manage those challenges easier. So what is resilience? We we all have a view what it is or I tend to have conversations with people and we all have a view So I'm going to cover my perspective and see how that resonates for you. I'll also include some research that has been taken worldwide. So it's not just my opinion. There's some scientific data and facts behind some of what I'm talking about today. Resilience is influenced by those external factors I mentioned earlier. And there's some other external factors that influence resilience as well, like the world we live in. A world where everything moves fast, technological changes are so fast now, where there's uncertainty about what's next, what's coming our way. And we really felt this during the pandemic in year one. We live in a world where nothing is simple anymore. It's complex. Not just the technology, but the cultural, social, economic layers 
the volume of information, the interconnections, and the fact that the world is such a small place now. And globalization has created this. So when we talk about the cultural, social, and economic layers, we can see them more now. You can't unsee things that are different throughout the world, which is a lot different to even 30 years ago where we didn't have the internet. The world is also a place where we don't know what's right and wrong. There's so much gray space. So all of this affects our resilience. And then there's the internal factors. The fact that our brains have not evolved since prehistoric times. And I call this the human factor. The human factor is that under stress, our brain reacts as we did back in prehistoric times when there was a threat. And we know the threats back then were life threats. So a dangerous animal or no food or or things like that. Today, the threat may be a deadline or that challenging colleague in a meeting. But our brain reacts the same way. Now, this can cause a variety of physical symptoms. It can change the way we behave and lead us to experience even more intense emotions and responses. And when our resilience is lower, this stress can be more impactful to us. When, our, when we're under stress, the part of our brain that's used for decision-making becomes impaired. And sometimes it doesn't work at all. It just shuts down. So the more that stress plays a part in our lives, the less uh, conscious or um, the less we're able to make decisions in moments of, of stress or moments that we feel stressed. And when we're continually exposed to stress, it then depletes our resilience. And when we don't have interventions to top ourselves up, if we like, it can have long lasting impacts and it can take a lot out of us or take its toll. And this can impact our productivity at work, our impact at home, in our relationships with others and our relationship with ourselves. So I was getting to what is resilience. So in a scientific way, it's made up of five key areas, and I'm going to walk you through that. So resilience being being able to face those challenges that come our way, or some people like to use the term bounce back from adversity. We think about, and some of us think about some elements of resilience and I'm going to walk you through five areas that may or may not have been known to you already and it may give you some more awareness of other things that you can work on in terms of your resilience. So as I walk through the five areas, please think about how you're feeling in respect to those five areas. Think about it because you know I'm going to give some homework at the end, but think about it now in terms of how you're feeling in terms of those areas and what could be something that you could do tomorrow or over the next three months to top yourself up, to give yourself some more resilience to handle those challenges at work and at home and in life and those external factors that come in and impact us. So the first factor is energy. 
This is about sustaining and renewing our physical energy so that we have the capacity to keep going through those challenging times in a physical sense. Now, energy is made up of sleep, nutrition, exercise. I like to throw in, um, I guess, a bit of self-care in there as well. So when I think about sleep, I think, am I getting enough sleep? And this is very individual because some people, they may need five hours of sleep and someone else may need nine or 10 hours of sleep. So it needs to be relevant for you. And a common way to, I guess, physically um, work this out or work out the time is that it, if you wake up in the morning and you need to wake up by an alarm, you're probably not getting enough sleep. So if you have already know how many hours you need, then that's the sort of thing that you would measure, I guess. But it's not just about length. Obviously, it's about quality of sleep. So do you feel that you um, get into deep sleep? And some people use those Apple Watches or, or something like that to monitor that. But if you find that it takes a long time to get to sleep, if you wake up numerous times during the night... Or if you wake in the morning and have a lot of trouble getting up or waking yourself up, they're all little indicators about the quality of sleep you're having. As I said, it's very individual. Nutrition is another um, component of energy. And nutrition, we I'm definitely not an expert in this area, but for myself, it's about getting um, the five food groups or the areas, you know, a balanced sort of meal and throughout the day and of course um, the intake of water and so on so think about what when you get a good nutrition day what that means for you and think about 80 percent you know making sure that at least 80 percent of your time you're getting the right nutrition and this is really just to check in on some areas you might be able to tweak just to give you a little bit more resilience Exercise, again, is very individual. A common rule of thumb could be 30 minutes exercise a day. Um, And all of these areas are just things that you can bring into your awareness and think about, are there some things I could tweak to help my resilience level? The next three uh, components or areas of resilience are to do with mindset. So I'm going to walk you through the three of these The first one is future focus. Future focus is having a clear sense of purpose and direction to help to move forward without getting stuck or feeling held back. So you could ask yourself, do I have a purpose? Um, Do I have a sense of direction for my future? Or am I feeling stuck or procrastinating about what to do next? feeling held back at work or stuck in your career, all of these things can affect your mindset, having something to look forward to. Or are you thinking about the past a lot, wishing things would go back to they were they, back to the way they were before the pandemic hit? And that's really common right now. A lot of people wanted things to go back to normal uh, and not about the new norman, normal, but wanted to be the way it was before uh, 2020. And that's that's a mindset um, piece that may be impacting your resilience. 
The second mindset area is inner drive. Inner drive is about sustaining self-belief when times get tough, displaying confidence in a way, um, motivation and perseverance. So you could ask yourself here, do I feel motivated each day to get up and go to work and do the things that are in front of me or not? Do I feel like I can persevere uh, uh, through things? Um, Or am I struggling with that right now? What about my self-belief? Am I believing in myself and feeling confident? Once again, this is really just bringing that into awareness and thinking about, is there something here that I could do differently to increase my motivation or or to work on my self-belief? The third mindset area is flexible thinking. Flexible thinking is about having an open and optimistic mindset, being able to bring positivity and adapt to changes around us and challenges around us. And I think about this one if you know about Carol Dweck's growth mindset over fixed mindset. It's, it's very similar or it's that phenomenon around how our brain can adapt to things. So if you think about, am I open to others' opinions? So when someone, just do a self-reflection, when someone puts an idea forward, am I likely to critique it or am I likely to listen to their idea? If I'm thinking about... Um, whether something's going to go well or not. Do I, do I tend to focus on how it won't go well, more a um, negative mindset? Now, we need to recognize here that our brains are wired to, to negativity bias. Once again, it's, a, it's like the stress response. Our brains are looking for the negativity so that we can be ready for it and we can respond to it and it wants to protect us. So having an open and optimistic mindset or having flexible thinking is often a conscious thing we need to work on. So please don't be hard on yourself if you do find that you tend to go towards the critique side. It's it's how our brains work. And flexible thinking or, or the part about being open and optimistic, if I was to share with you, I'd be really open. When I was young, I was, I guess, taught in my environment to look at the world in a critique way, in a critical way. And it wasn't until I was a little bit older and I noticed that in myself and I worked on having a more positive mindset. And some of my friends say I'm very positive, but they may not have met me when I was like, you know, a teenager or even younger when I was brought up to see things in a different manner. So this is definitely something that is often impacted by how we're brought up. So there are some cultures and some social settings where people have this in their, um, seems like it's in their DNA. It could be um, a religion thing or it could be a cultural thing where they've been impacted to have an open and optimistic mindset. And some of us are brought up in different environments where it was something we needed to work on. And the, that's the three mindset areas. The fifth element or the fifth area of resilience is strong relationships. 
So this is all about connection, building open and trusting relationships and being willing to call on these um, relationships and people for help or support when you're facing a challenge. So some of us, and you may be able to ask yourself a question here, think that I'm, I need to be strong myself and I need to manage this challenge myself and don't ask for help. So are you asking for help when you need it? That's part of being human. And sometimes we're brought up to think or we believe that we need to be able to get through things ourselves. And the other element, if I were to call this out, is around being around other humans, having that energy from other humans and having the connection So if I was to reflect on myself for a moment, just to share an example, during COVID, when we were in Melbourne, we were in lockdown, I definitely, my resilience definitely became um, less or I needed more topping up because I didn't have as many human connections during that time as I was used to and also of what I needed and and, um, so on. So connections were quite low and I did an assessment of myself during COVID and it had my resilience had depleted some of the areas were around connection um, then that impacted my sleep as well and the other one was the future focus so what we did was we started to tell ourselves well we can't plan anything because we don't know what's coming next and then we lost that future focus So as soon as I could, I started to book holidays again, just to have something to look forward to, even if they got cancelled. So there were some actions I took during that time. So they're the five elements. What is it that you could do right now to help you with your resilience? Is there something I brought up today that you didn't even know was impacting your resilience? Just think about where you are right now and which one really spoke to you. Where could you start? And thinking about it in the context of the workplace, is there something around um, having a sense of purpose or your motivation to go to work or how you can have more innovative conversations at work and work on your flexible thinking, connections, what's coming up for you? So if I were to give you some homework, it would be just pick three things that really come up for you and set some mini goals. Now, if you wanted to create an action plan for just something you want to work on tomorrow, just pick one thing. Otherwise, you could pick three areas, focus on that over the next three months and put something in your diary to check back in. Okay, so that was this episode about resilience and I hope this helps just one person out there. Put some strategies in place, feel less overwhelmed, Or find a new way to build some more resilience. Top yourself up if you like. And I hope it also helps you to see resilience in a new light. And some of the different factors that impact resilience of yourself and of the people around you. So that's it for another episode. Have an awesome day and I'll catch you next time.